Welcome to the Mic'd Up Podcast, where I am your host, Michael Clark. Today on the mic, we have Rohail and Sean as our guests. Super stoked because this is my first guest episode, as well as my first dual guest episode. So very, very excited. Sean and Rohail met in high school and have been longtime friends. They joined the Marine Corps together and eventually started going to school. Shortly after, they realized school wasn't the exact route for them. This was just the beginning of their entrepreneurial journey. Let's find out. Roll the intro music and let's get into it. So Rohail, man, uh, tell tell the listeners a little bit about your story, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on the podcast, Michael. Um, so a little bit about me and kind of my journey of how I got into entrepreneurship was, you know, I was in the military, I was in the Marine Corps. Um, after, you know, I got out of the Marine Corps, I was kind of looking to see, you know, what I want to do next. Um, and then obviously that for next step you usually take is going to school, right, to get a degree, to get a job so on and so forth. Um, but as I, you know, started going to school, I started taking classes, I kind of uh, found out that, you know, that's not something I want to do. I want to do something bigger, something that will, you know, give me time freedom, something that can give me a lifestyle that a job can't give me. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, just having that Marine Corps mindset of being super motivated and loving challenges. Um, I wanted to go down the entrepreneurial route. So I, you know, I tried many different businesses and, you know, I, I hit up Sean. I was like, yo, Sean, we got to we gotta open a business together. And that's where it all started. And I think that's where this journey began and um, has brought us to where we are now. Mm-hmm. That, that's awesome. Sean, sure. so uh, what what kind of – Sean, you, you can go ahead. What? Yeah, yeah. Let, uh-huh. let, let's hear a little, bit, a little bit about your story, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Um. I mean, honestly, it's very similar to Rohel's. Um, like we've done everything together since high school, so it's it's you know it's um, it, it essentially it was we went to college, sat in a classroom kind of scenario, you know, like went through a couple classes, cut into a couple quarters. We were like, we don't see the quality in life in the future. We don't want this to be our future, you know. We don't want to be working mm-hmm. a nine to five. We don't want to be doing this for the rest of our lives. Um, and that's where the, that was the pivoting point for us, I feel like. And um, a lot of people who did work nine to fives and work successful, we saw the scenarios and yeah, they were doing well in life. But every time they went to work and came home from work, they were completely gassed out and had no time, you know, for their families or had no time for um, themselves. Um, so that quality of life is what mm-hmm. we seek um, from our entrepreneurship journey. You know, that's that's what we do it for. And also to help our own families, help other people and just be, just be ourselves at the mm-hmm. end of the day. I love that. So what, what made you guys turn toward the, uh, turn toward the military and, and enlist in the Marine Corps? Cause I mean, you guys did it together. So I mean, I think <laughs> that's pretty cool. You both, you know, went to high school together and then you both enlisted in the Marine Corps. Like what was your guys's first initial motivation to, to get into the Marine Corps? Yeah. Is it that scenario where you're in the lunch cafeteria and they come and like show you and you guys do those pull up push or the the pull up contest? No, no, no. So it kind of started like this, you know, like um, my family has um, 
generations of Marines behind me. Like my uncle was a Marine, my brother, my cousin. So I kind of wanted to like go down that route. You know, I wanted to become a Marine and just hold that title and kind of continue the legacy, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. And then, you know, one day I was in the career center um, at my high school and then, you know, Sean was in there as well. And I, you know, in the Marine Corps, when you're joining, if you refer people, <laughs> you get promoted, right? You get two referrals, you get promoted. <laughs> so, 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 so he was joining, I, I saw him in there and he, I heard he was joining the army and I was like, nah, bro, you got to come to the Marine Corps. It's, you know, it's the most elite. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of talked him into it. I took him to my recruiter, um, you know, and ever since then that built our friendship and, um, you know, it's been awesome ever since. It's just funny how it all came together, but, you know, I think we have a bright future because of it. And yeah, I think that's how this Marine Corps idea came about. Um, he mm-hmm. was going to join the army and I was like, no, you got to join the Marine Corps. Come this way, come this way. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of how uh, we both uh, joined the Marine Corps out of high school. And yeah, I, I think that's super cool because, um, I mean, me, one, one of my good friends, Edward Lee, um, we, we've known each other since second grade. Uh, and you know, you, you two, your guys' friendship kind of reminds me of that. Um, and it's super funny that, you know, when, when one did, one wanted to go to the Marine Corps, he's like, dude, we, we both got to do this, you know? And I, I can totally agree. I think, you know, doing, uh, things as friends and some of the list, some of the listeners can probably agree that, you know, doing things as friends always build you, it can always build a friendship and, and mold it and, and make it, uh, such a, uh, worthwhile and, and long-term friendship. Um, but that's, that's super cool. Um, so just kind of staying on the topic of, of the military just for a little, the the Marine Corps for just a little while longer. Um, what do you think Mm -hmm. you guys is both of you guys, I want you guys both to answer. Um, what do you think you guys took away from, from the Marine Corps? And you know, that has kind of stuck with you today. Um, Go to ahead, be honest John. with you, no, go oh, ahead. you want to go ahead? Uh, go ahead. Um, I mean, every time someone asks me some, uh, something similar like this, I say like it's a love-hate relationship, mm-hmm. you know. Um, at the end of the day, it's made me who I am, and I'm sure Rohel can speak to that too. Um, it's made me uh, the man who I am today um, is from because of the Marine Corps. Because before joining the Marine Corps, I was a completely different person. After the Marine Corps, I'm a completely mm-hmm. changed person. And I would th- like to think for the better. Um I mean, it installs, it instills different aspects of life into you, um, and you don't even know it. But uh, when you're thinking about it late at night, you you realize, oh, I'm really that person mm-hmm. now, you know. And at the end of the day, I'm proud about it, and my family is proud about it, and there's nothing, you know, like no regrets at the, yeah. at the end of the day mm-hmm. for me. I like that, Rohel. What about you? So for me, I think um, the you know the key factors that are helping me currently that I got like, you know, that I got through the Marine Corps is pretty much, you know, having that mindset that no matter how hard the obstacle ahead of me is like how difficult it is, I can like overcome that obstacle and achieve what I want to achieve no matter the circumstances, right? And that's something the Marine mm-hmm. Corps instills in you is that, you know, it's it's one of the hardest military trainings you can go through, right? And um, it's tough. And that's why most people don't want to do it. And um, taking that challenge, like right after high school, it really 
made me mature faster. It really made me, mm-hmm. um, you know, understand that, you know, life isn't easy and life isn't mm-hmm. fair and that no matter what, you have to fight through it. You have to overcome the obstacles. And now when I tie that into my entrepreneurial journey, I can tell you it helps me a lot. Um, mm-hmm. it, it really helps me push through those times where I do fall on my face. Those times I, you know, I want to quit, you know, I, that Marine Corps mentality that's instilled in me stops me from quitting, stops me from giving up. And I think that's a key component to where I am now and how far I've gotten in this journey. So, um, I would definitely say that was a key factor and obviously kind of giving me discipline, which really helps me now because, um, I understand that, you know, being an entrepreneur, you need to be disciplined. You need to make sure you are grinding you need to make you need to make sure you are staying on top of your work you can't slack um because Mm -hmm. let me tell you this you know this journey isn't easy it can definitely do a lot for you and for your life (laughs) um but it requires a lot out of you and you know i'm thankful to the marine corps for help giving me that uh, mentality and instilling that in me because if i started the journey straight out of high school i don't know if how i would be in this journey if i didn't have that um motivation instilled in me and um yeah so i think that's what i got out of the marine corps that's helping me now um as i pursue my entrepreneurial journey i like that if mind it would matter if mind it would yeah. matter Michael. No, i i uh i, I can kind of uh, relate in a sense my mom is in the air force i mean you know not marine corps but she's in the air force for 25 years she took you know uh, a tour to iraq for nine months a tour to kosovo to uh hurricane katrina um, and you know, she, she always told me about the PT trainings that she did. And, uh, you know, I think what I can take away from your guys' experiences, just telling me is the Marine Corps just really helped, uh, shape you guys into, into more mature individuals. It really challenged you guys mentally, physically, you know, and, and just really set you up for, uh, overcoming challenges and obstacles and really having that like I'm not going to quit mentality you know and I think um, in anything that's important you know that mentality can be applied to education entrepreneurship you know uh, going to the gym fitness those small kind of characteristics um, are are super impactful and long lasting so I think I think that's really awesome um, so so after the Marine Corps you guys started to pursue uh, education, college, right? So Correct. what did you, what, after the Marine Corps, what was your guys' kind of mentality? You're like, hey, I'm going to go to school. Did you guys have any idea of what you wanted to go to school for? Um, like what, what kind of motivated you to, to, to go to school? Yeah, so for when, when it came to kind of finding what I wanted to do through school, um, for me, it was like, what can... So pretty much what I was looking for is like, what is the next trend? Like what, what will give me job opportunities in the future that no other industry can. And, you know, I started leaning mm-hmm. towards computer science, right. Cause that is, you know, that's the future. And coming industry for sure. Exactly. And that's like, that's an industry, you know, where in the future, you know, you will have a job um, available and that the future is technology. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go down this route. I know I can't lose going down this route. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, as I, you know, started taking classes and I started going through it, um, you know, I never really, it never really clicked for me in the sense of like, it's something 
that I figured out I didn't want to do and that's not what I wanted to pursue. Um, mm-hmm. So I kept trying, I kept trying, I kept going through the process. And then, you know, I started hearing about all these different entrepreneurship routes. And then that's when I kind of started like, you know, inching away from that and focusing more on my entrepreneurship journey because I knew that um, that's what I wanted to do and that's what will make me happy. And that's what I'm motivated to do, right? Because if you don't have the motivation to, you know, pursue that, computer science degree let me tell you it's not going to happen because again school also demands a lot from you so it's not something that you know if you don't if you don't have the will to do it and you don't have the motivation to go through that um you're gonna have a difficult time um getting that degree and also managing your entrepreneurship um route you're trying to go and for me it was just like you know i need to find something that i'm like passionate about something that i will be happy doing every single day doing something forever. that will motivate yeah and then i can continuously yeah. do yeah exactly all right i like that i think uh you know a lot of people can relate to that too you know people uh may not know what they mm-hmm. want to go to school for but they're like you know hey what what's going to be around for a while and i think especially in the 21st century tech and anything related to tech you know it's it's very in demand you know so people always lean towards, sure. Hey, what will give me security? You know? Um, and that, that might've been something that crossed your mind, you know? And I think, um, and a also lot the of high people, pay. Yeah, exactly. And, and you, you know, not only is opportunity a factor in people going to school, but another huge, huge factor is, Hey, what, what's going to pay, you know? And I think there's such a contrast to that because like you said, you were going to school, you were taking these classes and you were trying to push through, but that passion and that lack of interest, even though you knew that there was opportunity and, and money in that field, that that still dwindled because you didn't enjoy it. You didn't find, you know, true happiness in, in going down that computer science route. And I think I think uh, that's really important to be self-aware of, you know, um, Sean, what about you, man? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> once again, it's funny, and we both pursue yeah. computer science together once again. Um, but no, it was like our first or second computer science mm-hmm. programming class. Um, and we were like, uh, we looked at each other and we were like, this ain't it, you know, this is not mm-hmm. not us. Uh, and that moment we knew, like, we got we to gotta either find something else, a different, different uh, mm-hmm. major, or, you know, um, or a different route to go about with our lives. Because at that at that moment we were just so confused and we didn't we didn't we didn't really know much because we came fresh out of training the military and everything and school was a new aspect mm-hmm. to us and um, our family histories all have been to school you know they, they've been pursuing that that nine to five career route they've been pursuing the go to school not work a job kind of route and entrepreneurship wasn't really an option at the very start for us like having a very Kind of cookie cutter like path kind of exactly mentality exactly yeah so it was new it was new to us but at the same time we had to take the leap because um who 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 is going to take the leap if you're not going to do it you know um you have to start somewhere we started small we started we dove into a bunch of things and tried those things out and some things didn't work out some things worked Mm -hmm. out you know and that's that's that was kind of where we understood what we need where we need to mm-hmm. follow you know yeah i think um yeah that's that's awesome man you, you guys were just uh mm-hmm. side by side marine corps uh you know <laughs> uh, computer science and then you both had that kind of realization 
of hey maybe this isn't for us this isn't you know mm-hmm. our our career path to follow so um from that point what as far as the entrepreneurial world what intrigued your guys's interest the most to kind of pursue first cuz uh, we'll get into it but i know that this wasn't the first uh the first try at something um yeah so what what did you guys uh work toward after school yeah so i mean when i i kind of started dabbling into different routes i can go with entrepreneurship right and mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I came across was, you know, businesses need social media. So why don't I go open my own agency and, you know, manage their social media platforms for them and bring traffic to their businesses. Mm. Um, and um, I was like, Sean, you know, this is the move. Let's get it. You know, like, let's get this moving. Um, so mm. we started doing that, you know, went down that route, got licensed, LLC, everything. Um, wow. And you know, we got some business partners to come on as well, and that didn't work out either. Um, but, <laughs> you know, when we're going through that route, if anything, that specific business taught me so much about entrepreneurship and, like, mm-hmm. what I was doing wrong. Like, I was like, I've never have done a business before. So I was just jumping in, you know, blindly into this business and learning everything, how to form an LLC, you know, mm-hmm. how to write up, you know, um documents how to write up con uh, write up contracts for customers and clients and um it was actually if anything the biggest learning lesson for how to run a business even though you know we miserably failed uh we fell on our face um it didn't last too long um but it was definitely you guys get any clients so we did so we got i think it was like two or three clients um Mm -hmm. but it just didn't work out because again like i'm telling you we didn't have that experience running the business like we we mm. didn't have you guys had any courses or anything yeah and the, we just didn't have enough capital to keep everything going right and mm. um, i think again it was just something we were jumping into and we kind of like we're just learning as we go and um for me, it was just something that, you know, I fell on my face. I learned from it and I was like, okay, what's the, what's the next business? And um, mm-hmm. that's the thing about entrepreneurship, you know, like most entrepreneurs, you fail at your first couple of businesses, but if anything, those are the biggest learning lessons to teach you what to do in the future. Right. And if you don't, mm-hmm. if you don't fail, you'll never get that experience to be successful. And that's just like my personal opinion as I went down this entrepreneurial journey and it's taught me a lot, um, all my failures um, to get me to where I am now and really find what I want to do. So, you know, from like my standpoint and my viewpoint, it's okay to fail. It's okay to like, you know, blindly jump into businesses and give it your all and learn from it. Exactly. You know, you just got to take that, you know, leap of faith and, um, keep pushing, go day by day, keep going. Like obviously when you first jump into business and entrepreneurship, you're not going to know what you're doing and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, some people make it with their first business, some people don't. And, you know, it's just, it kind of, it kind of just depends on your scenario, what industry you enter. And sometimes, you know, it just, it depends if you're in the right place at the right time. So, Thank you. Um, yeah, so that was kind of my journey going mm, down so, my first business. So both of you uh, went into business together, 
uh, had from what sounds like it, maybe a partner or two had some clients, uh, but capital was the biggest, uh, kind of, you know, missing link. Um, so Sean, when you guys, uh, kind of said no to that plan, what, what did you guys transition to after? If I'm not wrong, this, the next business or the next venture we dove into was um, mm. drop shipping. Because, you know, as social media uh, was growing and keeps growing every day, um, we came across a bunch of different influencers and they were like, and they had their own courses and they had, you know, um, drop shipping and it seemed like a great, great, easy business to mm-hmm. get into. Um, and you could do it from your garage you can do it from your bedroom you can do it from your laptop you know like it's, it's just mm-hmm. so simple and we would Rohel and i would just meet up at coffee shops that are at each of the houses and you know just start start creating our own shopify store we created um we what's it called approached ads facebook advertisements um instagram ads social media ads or every, you, you yeah. name it you know kind of thing um we did have some success to a, to a, to a certain extent but we didn't really ever gain an ROI mm-hmm. on it, you know. Um, and then, and then what was happening where where we think we really that that really what what we failed in was the advertisement parts in that mm-hmm. in that scenario because Facebook advertisements was um, something mm-hmm. new, but at the same time it wasn't because of social media yeah. marketing. But it wasn't working out for us in our scenario because it was our mm-hmm. own store. And we didn't know what what niche, what niche, and what kind of people to target. Yeah. Um, so in, in that scenario, I feel like we, it was new to us, and we at that point we were like, we're already ten thousand dollars deep mm-hmm. into it, and we're not really seeing any money. How, how that, much? You know? Pay? So tens and thousands mm. of dollars. So how how long how yeah. long were you, how long did it take for you guys to uh, you know to build the store and and because uh drop shipping did you is that white labeling products yeah so well we were we were pretty much the middleman right so you're um you're taking products from a wholesaler and then you're putting it on your website so when a customer orders it you don't actually have the inventory um it ships from the wholesaler to the um customer right okay. so there was many ways you could go about it with drop shipping but um mm-hmm. you could order those products you could put custom package them and send them out that probably would have been the better idea, kind of creating a solid brand. Um, mm-hmm. But it, there's different ways you could go with uh, drop shipping. But the, the issue with uh, Facebook ads was that's a whole nother beast you have to master because um, mm-hmm. like even Facebook ads, you like a lot of people pay people to do that for you. That's a whole nother skill. That's like, you know, that's either a drop shipping skill. Facebook ads, social media marketing skills, and then you have um, there's just a lot of moving components, and um, mm-hmm. it was it was definitely something that didn't you know click for me. And we were we were getting orders, we were you know getting break even to a certain extent, um, mm-hmm. but we could never build that store where profits were skyrocketing. We got continuous orders. Um, so again, that was something that, you know, we kind of failed in and we continued to do that. We, we really didn't stop. We're like, you know, we're going to stick with this. We're going to figure it out. We're going to master this. We're going to figure out what we're doing wrong and succeed with it until, mm-hmm. you know, a day came where I heard something about trading. Right. So mm-hmm. 
when I heard about trading, you know, immediately I was like, hmm, let me look into this. Um, I was on Instagram and I saw, you know, a couple of Forex traders and I was like, you know, this seems like the route I want to go. Um, just because mm-hmm. I realized that, you know, I didn't have to deal with clients. I didn't have to deal with customers. This is something that would be me and my computer in my mind, right? And it'd be mm-hmm. kind of like a self-mastery journey um, to gain success in this industry. And um, so I, I dropped drop shipping right there. Um, and, you know, I, I was like, Sean, you know, I'm getting into trading. I'm going to start trading. And, <laughs> you know, he was all for it too. He's like, yeah, this drop shipping thing isn't working. Um, we're losing money on this. So let's, let's jump into the next thing. And, you know, once we jumped into trading, it's been history ever since. Um, I, so, so yeah. I want to back for a second at that yeah. point, how long were you guys, uh, doing the drop shipping for, and did you guys ever think of maybe contracting somebody else out for the Facebook ads and Instagram ads? Yeah. So we were, I, I would say we were probably drop shipping for a good six months. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, or even seven to eight months. Yeah, we were doing that Mm -hmm. for a while. Um, and then we did actually think about outsourcing those Facebook ads, but all these guys charge a lot of money that Mm -hmm. you know we just didn't have at the time because obviously we're trying to make money. But you know we were college students, right? And we just got out of the military. We didn't have a lot of capital to invest in businesses. That's why Mm -hmm. we got into drop shipping. But um, that's that was just a route we wanted to go, but we didn't have the capital to do it. Um, so, you know, that's why we were kind of stepped away from it to pursue trading at that mm-hmm. point. So school, uh, school didn't work out. <laughs> Computer programming transitioned to um, social media marketing. Did that for a while. Lack of capital kind of held you guys back. Um, and then uh, switched to drop shipping. And kind of a lack of capital, uh, as well as a lack of knowledge on, uh, you know, marketing as far as Instagram and Facebook ads uh, went, which is nice that you guys kind of broke even on that. Um, And then Forex. So Forex comes out of the blue. Um, So how how did you guys exactly kind of run into Forex? Was it through Instagram or, you know, was it maybe a targeted ad or? Yeah, so I think... From my knowledge, I remember um, I saw an ad about Forex on Instagram as I was scrolling through. And then, you know, I started researching online about what it is um, because all I really knew about was the stock market. I didn't really know what Forex was, but I would see ads all the time of uh, traders who are just, you know, offering to teach people. So I came across Q Banks' page um, and I kind of saw the lifestyle he was living. I was like, damn, what does this guy do? Like, what what is he doing to live this lifestyle, right? And um, I invested in his course and, you know, I, I just jumped right in. There was something about trading. I, I researched it and I found out that, you know, I'm trading currencies, but it's on my computer. It's a $5 trillion a day market. There is money to be made. Um, and that, you know, it's just literally me and my computer in my mind. And something about that was really appealing to me that I didn't really see in any other industry. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think there's any other industry where you can go on your computer, you know, click a button and potentially make thousands of dollars. And it's just you and your computer. Like that's, that's something that was like super appealing to me, even though it took a long time to get to that stage. Like 
obviously there was like failure there along the way it was it was a roller coaster ride um but i would say like when i got to qbanks he inspired me to really pursue um trading in this industry and yeah it's been history ever since and sean's just been right there next to you he's Mm -hmm. like hey he, he, he said, he said, hey, uh, the social media marketing didn't work out. Uh, the dropshipping didn't work out. What What's another go at, you know, at, at something else? I think that uh, is really awesome. To be, to be honest, Michael, to be honest, Michael, no, sorry, to you off, like, I was kind of iffy at this mm-hmm. point, you know. Um, at this point, we've lost so much money and we, we keep jumping into things, you know. And at this point, I was like, are we sure you want to do this? You know, like, <laughs> I was like, you know, last last shot, last yeah. last one. You know, Sean was, was, <laughs> was at his breaking point. He's like, yeah, I was like Sean, let's do it. I, exactly, do it. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know, man. You know, we just we've lost a lot of money and <laughs> pursuing all these businesses. I'm like Sean, let's give it one last shot, bro. Like we have nothing to lose. Like if we don't, yeah. if we don't, if we're not able to do this, then hey, back to school, right, or um, wherever life leads. But I was like, just let's let's take one last leap of faith, and I mean, it was honestly the best decision I think I've made, and I think Sean can say the same thing. Um, so yeah, it was it was crazy. It was yeah. kind of like a breaking point, like last shot we had at um, entrepreneurship that we want to go down. One and, last go. <laughs> yeah, one last one last go, and you know, um, it's it's been great ever since. Even though it was a, it's been a difficult journey. It's not, it's not by any means easy and if anyone tells you it is um they're lying to you <laughs> um but yeah all right i think that that's really awesome and i i and correct me if i'm wrong i i think that you both getting into the marine corps uh i think really helped uh to build that mindset of hey we got to keep going we got to keep going you know uh and there might be some listeners uh, thinking, hey, I've never even started a business, you know, and there might be some that hey, I started a business and mm-hmm. I failed and I kind of gave up and I'm not sure if I want to start another one, you know. Um, so I think one big thing uh, that they could, you know, take away is resilience. You know, I think uh, both uh, you, Rohail and Sean, you guys both stayed resilient. You continued to push, uh, even if it was the last go that last go i think um is gonna be that constant you know it's gonna be uh the the end all be all um and i heard a little bird told me rohail uh that you just recently got your second funded ftmo account so big congrats to that you want to uh explain to the followers uh or listeners what what ftmo is all about yeah so um Pretty much what FTMO does is they're a proprietary trading firm. So they lend out large amounts of capital to traders um, to trade for them. Um, And I think that's a great way for a lot of traders to build their own capital. Um, A lot of uh, new traders who jump into this industry, they, you know, they want to trade their personal capital. Um, And sometimes they don't have the knowledge about, you know, getting funded. I did it when I first started. Um, but you can either go down two routes, right? You can either go find people to give you capital, um, or you can trade your own personal capital and try to grow it to a large amount, which is very unrealistic and it's probably not good for your trading psychology, but we'll get into that later. Um, 
But FTMO pretty much lends out capital. They're a proprietary trading firm. And what you have to do is you have to go through this uh, challenge and verification process. They test you to see if you are a profitable trader, if you know they can trust you with six figures capital, right? Because they're giving mm-hmm. you a lot of money to trade and they're trusting you with that capital. So you have to go through a challenge and verification phase. They make sure they test you um, and see if that you can actually trade. And once you do go through that, they certify you. And then that's when you're allowed to go manage their capital. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been fortunate enough to you know, get to the point where I've become a profitable trader and I'm seeing success inside the markets. Um, and you know, I went for my first six figure account with them. I got it and I went for another and I, you know, I just got my second. Um, so, you know, it's been an amazing journey so far. It's definitely life changing. Um, you know, when I found out about FTMO and that, you know, I can go down the route of getting funded, you know, six figures is mind blowing to me. It was something like, I was like, I don't believe it's real at first, you know, it was kind of like a shock. Um, but if anything, it's it's a great way to go get your make your own capital, right? Get those profits, make your own capital, get your own six figures going. And you can trade your own accounts or you can stick with a proprietary trading firm um, and mm-hmm. see where route you want to go. Um, but yeah, ever since my journey with FTMO has been great um, and definitely life-changing. Nice. That, that, that's really awesome. So, Sean, what what is uh, your guys' big plans uh, heading into uh the end of the year you guys do you guys have any big plans that are getting cooked up definitely we've had big plans since 2019 for this year (laughs) but this year has kind of taken up to a slow start thanks to the pandemic Mm -hmm. and everything but the beauty of trading is that Mm -hmm. it doesn't stop right so even the pandemic is going on and if you're a profitable creator you can know how to capitalize that right so we are in by the end of the year we're looking to um, God willing, we open our own academy and um, help other people become profitable, mm-hmm. um, become be where they want to be in their trading career. You know, um, so that is our goal for the end of the year. Um, there are some other things lined up too. Um, Rohel might want to touch in on that. I know he's very passionate about that, so I'll let him, I'll let him go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, so um, we definitely got that academy going for us, um, mm-hmm. you know, later this year. And uh, just the goal of that is to teach the knowledge we have and we've accumulated um, these past almost two years now um, inside the markets and what's brought us success. And we want to share that with other people and, you know, just change people's lives because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. You know, like once you gain success, mm-hmm. give back, teach people how you achieved it so that they can also get to that level. Um, and that's something I'm really excited to do and bring out a platform that I can do that with. Um, and then um, we are also, you know, we're pursuing to also have our own, you know, trading floor and firm. And, you know, that's probably going to be happening not this year, but beginning mid next year. And um, we're excited about that as well. Um, so, yeah, we got a lot of plans um, that are coming in our near future here. And it's it's really cool. We get to do it in the industry we love and we are so passionate about. Um, so I'm beyond excited to get everything rolling. As Sean said that 2020 hasn't been the best year. Um, but if anything, I've been able to, you know, get better as a trader and um, continue to excel at that and, you know, really grow who I am as a person through these tough times, especially inside the markets, because it can definitely affect your psychology. Um, and that's, you know, the most important part about trading. So if anything, this this year has been bittersweet, but, it, you know, it's 
it's been something that's made us all stronger that we can push forward on. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. I think, uh, the pandemic has, uh, helped people to, uh, it has really helped people to understand maybe their weaknesses, uh, to work on those. Uh, but I think it's super vital and important that people came out of this pandemic, maybe stronger mentally, stronger physically, you know, because it was a true testament, uh, of, of their resilience and their mindset. Um, well, awesome guys to wrap this episode up. Uh, I think your guys' story is a true testament to what resilient discipline and, uh, honestly, just not quitting can get you. You guys continued to take those fails, build upon them together to end up where you guys are today. So I uh, want to give a big congrats to both of you. Thanks so much for taking the time to sit in on the podcast, guys. Uh, I really do appreciate you taking the time uh, out of your evening, guys. So thank you. Awesome. I appreciate you having us, man. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. No problem, guys.